the splendid shilling a poem in imitation of milton by john phillips read for librivox by abe neiman sing heavenly muse things unattempted yet in prose or rhyme a shilling breeches and chimeras dire happy the man who void of cares and strife in silken or in leathern purse retains a splendid shilling he nor hears with pain new oysters cried nor sighs for cheerful ale but with his friends when nightly mists arise to juniper's magpie or town hall repairs where mindful of the nymph whose wanton eye transfixed his soul and kindled amorous flames chloe or phyllis he each circling glass wisheth her health and joy and equal love meanwhile he smokes and laughs at merry tale or pun ambiguous or conundrum quaint but i whom griping penury surrounds and hunger sure attendant upon want with scanty offals and small acid tiff wretched repast my meagre corpse sustain then solitary walk or doze at home in garret vile and with a warming puff regal chilled fingers or from tube as black as winter chimney or well-polished jet exhale mundungus ill-perfuming scent not black a tube nor of shorter size smokes cambro britain versed in pedigree sprung from cadwallader and arthur kings full famous in romantic tale when he o'er many a craggy hill and barren cliff over a cargo of famed cestrian cheese high overshadowing rides with a design to vend his wares or at the arvonian mart or maradunum or the ancient town eclipsed burkinia or where vaga's stream encircles arconium faithful soil whence flow nectarious wines that may well vie with massic seton or renowned falern thus while my joyless minutes tedious flow with looks demure and silent pace a dun horrible monster hated by gods and men to my aerial citadel ascends with vocal hail thrice thundering at my gate with hideous accent thrice he calls i know the voice ill-boding and the solemn sound what should i do or whither turn amazed confounded to the dark recess i fly of woodhole straight my bristling hairs erect through sudden fear a chilly sweat bedews my shuddering limbs and wonderful to tell my tongue forgets her faculty of speech so horrible he seems his faded brow entrenched with many a frown and conic beard and spreading band admired by modern saints disastrous acts forebode in his right hand long scrolls of paper solemnly he waves with characters and figures dire inscribed grievous to mortal eyes ye gods avert such plagues from righteous men 
behind him stalks another monster not unlike himself sullen of aspect by the vulgar called a catchpole whose polluted hands the gods with force incredible and magic charms erst have undued if he his ample palm should haply on ill-fated shoulder lay of debtor straight his body to the touch obsequious as whilom knights were wont to some enchanted castle is conveyed where gates impregnable and coercive chains endurance strict detain him till in form of money pallas sets the captive free beware ye debtors when ye walk beware be circumspect oft with insidious ken this caitiff eyes your steps aloof and oft lies perdue in a nook or gloomy cave prompt to enchant some inadvertent wretch with his unhallowed touch so poets sing grimalkin to domestic vermin sworn an everlasting foe with watchful eye lies nightly brooding o'er the chinky gap pretending her fell claws to thoughtless mice sure ruin so her disembowelled web arachne in a hall or kitchen spreads obvious to vagrant flies she secret stands within her woven cell the humming prey regardless of their fate rush on the toils inextricable nor will aught avail their arts or arms or shapes of lovely hue the wasp insidious and the brazing drone and butterfly proud of expanded wings distinct with gold entangled in her snares useless resistance make with eager strides she towering flies to her expected spoils then with envenomed jaws the vital blood drinks of reluctant foes and to her cave their bulky carcasses triumphant drags so pass my days but when the nocturnal shades this world envelop and the inclement air persuades men to repel benumbing frosts with pleasant wines and crackling blaze of wood me lonely sitting nor the glimmering light of make-weight candle nor the joyous talk of loving friend delights distressed forlorn amidst the horrors of the tedious night darkling i sigh and feed with dismal thoughts my anxious mind or sometimes mournful verse indite and sing of groves and myrtle shades or desperate lady near a purling stream or lover pendant on a willow tree meanwhile i labour with eternal draught and restless wish and rave my parched throat finds no relief nor heavy eyes repose but if a slumber haply doth invade my weary limbs my fancies still awake thoughtful of drink and eager in a dream tipples imaginary pots of ale in vain awake i find the settled thirst still gnawing and the pleasant phantom curse thus do i live from pleasure quite debarred nor taste the fruits of that sun's genial rays mature john apple nor the downy peach nor walnut in a rough furrowed coat secure nor medlar fruit delicious in decay afflictions great yet greater still remain 
my galagaskins that have long withstood the winter's fury and encroaching frosts by time subdued what will not time subdue a horrid chasm disclose with orifice wide discontinuous at which the winds eurus and auster and the dreadful force of boreas that conceals the cronian waves tumultuous enter with dire chilling blasts portending eggs thus a well-fraught ship long failed secure or through the aegean deep or the ionian till cruising near the lilibean shore with hideous crush on scylla or charybdis dangerous rocks she strikes rebounding whence the shattered oak so fierce a rock unable to withstand admits the sea in at the gaping side the crowding waves gush with impetuous rage resistless overwhelming horrors seize the mariners death in their eyes appears they stare they lave they pump they swear they pray vain efforts still the battering waves rush in implacable till deluged by the foam the ship sinks foundering in the vast abyss end of poem this recording is in the public domain